Eleanor was right. She never looked nice. She looked like art, and art wasn't supposed to look nice, it was supposed to make you feel something. Rainbow Rowell. Why are we drawn to some art, repulsed by others, and different to most? What is the magic that strums the perfect gore generating sympathetic vibrations in our longing souls allowing us to feel a painting, to crawl inside a sculpture, melt with the rhythm of a song? I think it is because we recognize in art a part of ourselves, a sliver of our psyche reflected in the eyes of another and exposed to the world. The ongoing question for me when feeling drawn to a piece making me stop in my tracks is, once the high mellows, why and what connects the two-dimensional layered paint with multidimensional me? Recently, I had a Monday off work and decided to make a quick visit to the Chicago Art Institute on a day when Chicagoans are granted free access. I used to be a member but the offerings did not vary enough to warrant paying the annual fee. Free, though, offers a great return on the investment of my time and the round-trip train fare. It was while tooling around the Art Institute alone and without headphones that found me wondering about the interconnectedness of my soul with the artists. Is the attraction due to the energy of the entire painting, the arrangement of abstract colors, the life breathed from the bleached white skulls at the center, the twisted emotions such as portrayed in Juan Miro Woman, or a combination of these factors and others I have not sliced from the puzzle? I find myself repulsed by hot point triggers irrespective of the quality of the artist's technique. Any portrayal of a white Jesus with golden flowing locks falls into this category. The Old Guitarist by Pablo Picasso Picasso's The Old Guitarist is one of my most favoritest paintings despite the obvious pain portrayed. With it, I sense an immediate and visceral connection. I suffer the guitarist's ache, the overtures of melancholy, the lolling head struggling under the weight of age, of misaligned expectations. The sense of despair over arthritis riddled hands gradually stealing the ability to make beautiful music which has long been the only reason to live. Life coming to closure without ever feeling a mark, the mark has been made. A lifetime of unrealized potential. I exist in every stroke in the painting, except the ability to play a musical instrument or ever creating a marketable art, a work worthy of being classified as art. Endless disappointment. Our Lady of Perpetual Health please move on to another victim and allow me to cross the river sticks. I must admit, though, the cut-off foot does irritate the shit out of me. Nighthawks by Edward Hopper Nighthawks invokes affinity, an affinity with the drive for solitariness while suffering both cutting edges from the double-edged sword of craving time alone and struggling with the loneliness that always accompanies. I find elements of myself in both men, I wear a similar hat in the winter, lesser so with a woman with whom my only connection is as a two-percenter with shared gingerness and, likely, a soul tarnished by the abuse heaped upon redheads. I am the man sitting by himself, the outsider more comfortable watching from a distance than reducing the separation creating intimacy. Alone. So long emotionally stunted as to be oblivious of engulfing loneliness. Or, or, an introvert enjoying time in my shell, staring into the cup of black tea, Schwartztee, te negro con leche, where I see myself in the twirling strand of poured in cream incapable of assimilating despite vigorous spoon tornadoes attempting to force Congress. I could also be the man sitting next to the woman. Each, lost in their own ruminations, is not looking at the other. Disconnected? Together for convenience or fearing the miasma of going their own ways? I don't need many friends as long as I have intimacy and emotional connectedness with the one. If she's not physically companionable I must fight to not ostrich and hide my soul deep in red sands. Cow Skull with Calico Roses by Georgia O'Keeffe Much of Georgia's work draws me to it like the virgin to the volcano. I think we could have been friends, potentially. I am a person capable of few deep connections. We both love, in her case, loved, the austere southwestern landscapes, sun-scrubbed bones polished by blowing sand, and intimacy with flowers.
and, I sense, a need for solitude. Of all the artists, she is the one I would have wanted to watch layer pigments on canvas, study the play-by-play transforming a blank slate into unique compositions coveted by millions, understand the emotions behind color choices, the rationale behind serpentine strokes, the juxtapositions of life and death-generating energy. I would thrive in a space decorated completely of her works. Conclusion These are just three of the dead artists with whom I shared intimacy the Monday I strolled leisurely through the Art Institute, communion with the perpetual spirit via the language of painting. I left on an emotional high that would sustain me the remainder of the week. Art, the creation and consumption, is a necessity of my human soul. February 25, 2020